Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jones! Bowden! He's got it! England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins! Stokes flashes it away through the covers for four, and England have won the match! Hello and welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket in association with LV Insurance. Now look at the third day's play in the first LV Insurance Test match, England-India at Trent Bridge. I think the weather has won today, Simon, don't you? <laughs> I mean, it's actually was a kind of good little bit of cut and thrust for a couple of hours either side of lunch. And in the end, England will rue some missed catches and also the poor first inning batting, really. But... They sort of went, they made a bit of a fight back until the rains ended play. Yeah, it was, it was a really interesting day's cricket. The cricket we had was, was absolutely fascinating. Uh, my worry is, of course, is that the weather is going to ruin this test match. It, 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 without bad weather, I mean, it really is an interesting game. I thought, I, one thing, you know, credit to Sibley and Burns. In, in, I mean, it was only 11 overs, but there was a there was a solidity actually about the way they they played and that those passages of play, those short passages of play either side at T. They didn't look in too much trouble, and you know they but they've got a big battle ahead. I mean, it's, it's still two days left, but the, the problem is for for India is the weather forecast is is ordinary for the for the weekend. You know, it's still talking about more more showers, and it's, it's that you know desperately frustrating situation where the you know the ground stuff get the the. the the pitch ready, the, the outfield ready, and then it rains again, the covers come on, and it, it just delays the match so much. I mean, it really frustrating in that final session. We had, the, we had a situation where the umpires <laughs> called the game off just as the sun came out. Mm. And, you know, when it's seven o'clock now, sun is beaming down. I mean, you actually wonder whether they could have got in, you know, 40 minutes before 7.30 tonight. And, and who knows, that might have a, you know, a big impact on the outcome of the match with one side or other uh, pressing for victory on the final day. But at the moment, it feels as if the weather might win. But, you know, England are, are 10 balls away from a, you know, a batting disaster, uh, as all teams are, of course, I suppose. But they, they did cope. I thought they coped pretty well with the pressure uh, before T and after T, that opening partnership. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's funny, isn't it? The, the capricious nature of the Trent Bridge pitch that it, there are spells when it zips and zaps all over the place and swings and the bat, the keeper can't even catch it, never mind the batsman uh, unable to hit it. And then suddenly it seems to go flat and sort of the ball's flying onto the middle of the bat. So it, it is, it's a bit like that as a, as a, as a, as a, as a ground. Um, I, I think we should uh, sort of talk a little bit about, I, I suppose one thing I was going to say, by the way, rain. Uh, has certainly come to the aid of the, the women's game because every time Sky go off air with a rain interruption at Trent Bridge, they show a women's hundred match. So, mm. so a lot of these, uh, a lot of these uh, female hundred players are getting some good exposure, actually. People, and, and, and it's great to have something to watch as well, rather than mm. uh, a couple of pundits, you know, bantering away in the studio like us. Uh, but um, Robinson was, was, was a good uh, performer today, wasn't he? Uh, I, I mean, he... He he, it must it must have been tough for him coming back from the uh, the situation he's been in over the last few few weeks, and to bowl as well as this in this sort of high profile environment, backing up Anderson superbly. Um, you know, he, he feels he looks like a, a Test cricketer after two Tests. He looks like a someone who you kind of would more or less ink in for for a few years. I couldn't disagree with that at all. I mean, he's taken 12 wickets now in three innings. He's looked the part in all three innings. You know, his on-field activities have been have been excellent as far as England are concerned. The start of his, his Test match career he has you know decent attributes. Uh, I mean, in an ideal world, you'd perhaps like him to be able to bowl three or four miles an hour quicker, and that would actually put him sort of like in the, in the Josh Hazelwood bracket. He's got those similar attributes. He's mm. you know he's he's yeah. accurate. He's got height. And he, he's got something about him as well. You know, he, he's sort of at, he's at the batter and he's, he's been hugely impressive uh, in, in his performances on the field. I mean, uh, and you look at the, we've talked about this last night, you look at some of the problems ahead for England, I mean, you know, no stone uh, for the Ashes, no archer for the Ashes. You know, you, you don't know about one or two of the others as well. You know, Jimmy Anderson, again, bowled excellently in this match, but he's 39, Stuart Broad, 35. Robinson is, is, sort of going, is definitely going up the pecking order as you know, a vital cog in England's uh, bowling lineup, and he, you know, he's really good today. But perhaps just tired a bit towards the end, but that's not surprising. He bowled you know, twenty-seven overs, and he hasn't bowled that much. He's bowled in a few T Twenty games. He's had a he's had a first-class match, but you know, he hasn't bowled a huge amount uh, since Lords. And but he but he kept on going. And the, uh, the other point as well is that England only used four bowlers in eighty-five overs, and one of them was Sam Curran. Who only bowled fifteen, so then there was there was quite a burden on Robinson, and he he, he took it on, mm. and you know, he took vital wickets. I spoke to him afterwards, and he said that the wicket that gave him most pleasure was the one of Rohit Sharma because India were ninety seven for no wicket. England were you know, desperate for a, a breakthrough, and he, he he liked the bouncer, and Rohit hit it down to fine leg. And the other thing he said as well, I asked him, I said, you know, have you su surprised yourself how well you know Test cricket has gone? And he said, no, not really. He said, I thought I could do it. So that shows the sort of, you know, it shows his, his, his confidence as backing his abilities. So, you know, in a way, that's what you want to see, isn't it? From a from someone going into to test cricket. He is 27. So he's, you know, he's a relatively, um, you know, mature bowler in, in a way. He's probably it's prime. You know, some bowlers get picked at 23, 24, don't they? And they, you know, they're, and they're, there's promise there. And then they might have to go out of the side and come back in again a bit stronger. But he, you know, he, he sort of looks the part almost straight away. You know, huge, huge credit to him as a, you know his, his bowling attributes. Absolutely. So uh, undoubtedly, he gets the LB Insurance hashtag in with heart award today, which we give to someone who's shown particular guts and determination. 
and uh, you know not just in in today's play but also actually in the, the, his attitude his approach to his disappointment uh, after that uh, controversy at Lords and obviously being suspended as a result which uh, certainly not everybody agreed with uh, but you know it, it happened and he then obviously felt a, a little uh, you know, isolated for a while and, and, and took a bit of time out from the game uh, but he's come back very strongly and you know he made light of tail enders slicing him over the top uh, today a bit and, and got his five wickets so well done to him and he utterly deserves that award um, we should just also I suppose uh, talk a little bit about Jimmy Anderson who again went uh, broke another record today or late yesterday equaled a record today it's incredible, isn't it? He's gone past Anil Kumble, so he's now only two bowlers ahead of him in all-time Test wicket-taking list. Uh, Shane Warne, obviously, and, and, and Muralisa, and for a, a fast bowler to have taken six hundred and what is it, twenty-one now, six hundred and twenty-one Test wickets, it's just astonishing. It's astonishing. And I, you know, the other thing I'd say, and I haven't got a ball today, but I'm going to use an apple instead. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is you can always, it, it, it just shows that dogs can, old dogs can certainly always learn new tricks because I think what he's done in this game is he's borrowed something from Tim Southey from the World Test Championship final. And when, when Tim Southey was bowling, what he was doing was he was getting wickets in the second innings of that match against India by holding it with the shiny side on the left here, like that, holding it for an outswinger but it wouldn't swing very much. It would sort of angle in and then maybe seam away. And Anderson has done that uh, as well. Several of his wickets, I think at least three, maybe even four of his wickets were all achieved instead of with the traditional outswing with the shiny side on the, on the right-hand side, curving it away. He's put the shiny side on the left-hand side and almost bowled it for a, an in-swinger or a wobble seam, but has enabled it to, to, to target the stumps with the, the shine and the, the angle, but made it seem away. And he actually said in his interview on Sky, it's a fluke. Making it seem away uh, is not something he, he you know, was, we, we looked at the seam position as it landed. Sorry, I haven't got a seam on this apple. But, you know, as the, as the, as it all landed, sometimes the seam was pointing that way on the pitch. And sometimes it was pointing that way. And he was asked, was that deliberate? And he said, well, no, you know, absolutely not. It's a fluke. But he's, because he's using the shiny side on the other side from normal and targeting the stumps more to the right-handers, he's getting his rewards on a seeming pitch. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a new trick that he's actually learned there. KL Rahul for, for India, the mainstay of their innings with 84. I mean, effectively, uh, Anderson bowled him three wicket-taking deliveries in that innings of 84. It was, a, you know, an innings of tremendous discipline, concentration and some, you know, fine... Sh- shots as well but you know Anderson had him dropped on 52 by Sibley 78 uh, route at first slip and, and it finally got him caught behind actually for that 620th wicket that that took him past uh, Anil Kumble uh, uh, you know and Rahul you know I spoke to him afterwards as well and he's yeah you know he's you know he's such a he's such a quality bowler these, you know these are the Duke's ball difficult difficult conditions you, you, know, you really have to be at your best and I you know, it's, it's an admirable innings from Rahul, because also you know he was involved in lots of you know, running issues as well. He, he he nearly ran out two or three of his partners. He he was involved in in one run out. He he battled through it, and you almost felt he deserved a hundred. But Anderson ultimately was a, was just a fraction too good for him 
in these conditions. So yeah, so he, you know, in, in bowling terms, he got him out three times, but of course he he wasn't supported by his his catches. And then not just Rahul uh, Yoz, but uh, Ravi Jadeja as well. He, he, he's such a dangerous cricketer. Uh, coming in at, at number seven. I mean, it, it was the selection dilemma for India. Do they play Jadeja? Do they play Ashwin? And it, it, it's, it's a really tough, it's a really tough call to make, isn't it? I mean, I, I think I'd have been tempted to go with with Ashwin. Not that, not, I might have gone with both of them actually, but you could also, you also want the four seamers on this uh, Trent Bridge pitch. It's, 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 it's I really think, I think Jadeja is just that sort of cricketer who, you know, A, he uh, is threatens the outside edge of more right-handers with a left-arm spin. So if the team that you're playing against got more right-handers, which England yeah. do have now without the likes of Stokes and so on, and Mo and Ali and people like that, then therefore Ashwin's going to be less effective. And also, Jade just fielding. I mean, he mm. can get a couple of wickets just wherever he feels. So he's an absolute gun in the outfield. So that probably induces it. Plus also, his batting does change the game. And... Uh, more probably than Ashwin does, I'd say. And, you know, he played a, a typically exuberant sort of innings today, very clever innings, and gave the, the Indians a, a massive, uh, well, very advantageous 95-run lead. We have a really important part of the cricket community to highlight today as part of our Funds for Runs project profiling. I'm delighted to share that Somerset Visually Impaired CC are the recipient of a grant from LV General Insurance and the ECB's £1 million Fund for Runs Community Initiative to help support their club for visually impaired adults and children from Somerset and the surrounding area. The additional funding will go towards providing coaching training sessions and an end-of-year awards event for the team. So India with a 95-run lead, England just managing to hold out until the rains came with that opening pair, which at least will give them some, some hope. So where are we in the match? Well, let's have a look at the uh, who's winning graphic. And uh, that tells us that actually the draw is the favourite now by quite a long way, almost up to 70% is uh, the draw is likely. Simon, you've probably seen the, the weather forecast, but uh, as it turns out, England's chances of winning this match are 6% and India's about 20 So uh, it's looking rather like the first match is going to end in stalemate, but maybe you can tell us something different. Well, I, I mean, with decent weather for two days, I, I see a, an outright in this game. You know, pr probably India, possibly England, if they could you know, get a 200-run lead and set India 200 in the final innings. But the draw does now seem the most likely result just, be, just because of the forecast Saturday and Sunday. We just, we're just just not getting enough cricket. The cricket we've seen has been thrilling at times, uh, comical at other times. I mean, you know, some of the running and the catching and the, there was amazing little sequence where Mohammed Shami was just slogging it up in the air. And there were three consecutive deliveries that went, well, one was dropped by Anderson, one went yeah, near Anderson, and one also went near two fielders who not, not exactly collided, but they were sort of running towards it together. And, it, you know, so we've had that, that sort of cricket and, you know, and fascinating cricket as well. It's been a tough struggle for the, for the batters against some excellent seam bowling. We've seen the, the odd uh, good innings, like Raul and, and, and Root and, and Jadeja, but have we seen enough cricket and will we see enough cricket to, to get a result? So I, I thought a draw was not particularly likely yesterday, but I, I can sort of can see it now because the, the forecast is is not great, which is such a shame. Uh, sold out Saturday, 
uh, fourth day, and the, the you know the game is there. But I mean, it, it could it could change quickly if India do you know do pick up quick wickets. They've still got that lead. It's it's a decent lead on on first innings. So I would I would I wouldn't rule out uh, India. Hard. It's quite hard to see with the weather around England winning because they just I can't see them getting enough time to get a lead, a, a lead and then bowl India out. But you know, it could happen, but unlikely. It's so weird, isn't it, that it's a Saturday tomorrow and it feels like we've only into the third day. But of course, we've already had three days because it started on a day early. Uh, how's the atmosphere been at, at Trent Bridge? You know, the first time they've had crowds back for a test match for, for a while. So what's it been like? Yeah, well, it's been it's been fantastic. I mean, we all experienced the the, the bubble last year and, and no crowds. And, and, you know, it was great to actually be there and get cricket going after, you know, months of inactivity. But this this is this is so much better to have that that atmosphere. India supporters here as well, not in not in huge numbers, not like you'd see for white ball cricket, but it, it's been really well supported uh, this Test match. I, I feel really sorry for the spectators who who've turned up and not not seen a, you know, the cricket they deserve really for for paying the the money they do. And it, it may well be the Saturday crowd and the Sunday crowd if if many people come on Sunday seeing the forecast. Uh, I I going to go away uh, frustrated. We you know we had another of those situations today. We had one yesterday where we had a one ball session and then a two ball session. This morning we had an eleven ball session, and then l- later on in the day it looked set fair, and the rain came, the shower came, and it, 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 that was it for the day because it, every time they tried to get the covers off, more showers came over the ground. And then perversely, of course, they called it off, and the sun came out, and the, the spectators who were still here booed and i can understand that um and it's what now what is it now quarter past seven and it's 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 sunny now so it, mm. it's it's so it's so frustrating uh the, the the weather has just been playing with the the players and the spectators. Someone could do a stat to, to look at how often this happens where you know you lose play in the afternoon and then the the there's the, a nice clear evening i wonder if there's right. a, a a case for saying that you should try and play uh it, it's it's illogical to well, it's it'd be sort of logistically tough, but to, there are places in the world where it's so hot in the middle of the day. I think this is like in North India or somewhere in the summer. It's so hot in the middle of the day that they play kind of eight till eleven, and then have a sort of siesta, and then resume at three or something, play or four or something like that. Uh, I, I, and some you sometimes feel with English climate. You often it's the, it seems to be often in the afternoon where you know clouds bubble up and it rains and then suddenly it's all beautifully clear and it's a wonderful evening and of course if it wasn't a test match they probably would have played through some of those uh, intermittent rains and actually I, I was in the North York Moors last week and we played one game where a shower came over and you know just when it was a, quite a blowy day and it was get we were getting all pretty wet but you could see the the cloud the white you know, it's a lighter air in the distance. And so we just stayed on. We got absolutely drenched. And actually the pitch played really well. The ball skidded on. It was quite fun. Yeah. I guess, you know, that's village cricket for you, isn't it? Um, test cricket, they probably take themselves a bit bit more seriously. And there is a case for saying it's the ultimate form of the game. So the conditions should be perfect. But I think sometimes they could play more than they do. What do you yeah, think? I, well, 
the, the light issues is is a separate one. We've talked about it many times before. In terms of the rain, I don't think the umpires has a great deal of, of choice. They try to stay on, but then it you know the shower is just a bit too heavy. And so because once you go off and you have that shower, it, it it just takes a while to to get back on. I mean, some of the hardest working people here today, well, Ollie Robinson who bowled all those overs, KL Rahul who resisted for so long, but also the ground staff as well. He must have looked. At, they probably look at it tonight as well, looking at their weather radars and thinking, oh goodness me, we're you know we're in for another one of those those days on the, the well the fourth day and and possibly uh the fifth day uh we, we shouldn't go i think uh this evening yours we're just talking about jasper brumra today who came in with a test average of two and made 28 his highest test score it's not his highest first class score but his highest test score and it was uh, we, we talked about the sort of the circus nature of some of the cricket today with shammy whacking in the air and just wider fielders and some of england's fielding today dropped catches and missed run outs i think they missed about six six run out opportunities they took one of about seven but boomer as well teasing them tormenting them in that innings of 28 we're hitting the ball you know, yeah the six in, didn't he a six over did. square Mag- Mag- magnificent oh, shot what a feeling yeah. you know that i guarantee if you asked him, uh, like in a few years' time, what's the highlight of your career? It won't be yorking some fantastic batsman or taking five wickets. It'll be that pull over deep mid-wicket for six yeah. at Trent Bridge. Because bat- bowlers just love the feeling of batting. You know, we're not very good at it. And when we do have our one little bit of success and you hit a few in the middle, it's just such a glorious feeling. Uh, and Dinesh Karthik was saying the other day that they have actually been working the tail ends have been working on their batting yeah. and it just just saw Mohammed, Mohammed Sham is a, a compulsive slogger he's never going to change but Bumro did apply himself a bit and found at least an ounce of batting talent Def- definitely and those last three between them they managed 48 runs, which, you know, which is not, not bad. If you said that at the start of the test match, that they'd get 48 between them in the first things, you, you'd be perfectly happy with that. So well, well done, Bumrah, for entertaining us. And also, uh, I mentioned England's poor catching, but well done, Stuart Broad, who caught two steeplers. And he he, he took a brilliant catch to get rid of, of Bumrah at the end. He, he showed everyone how to do it. Uh, but mm. Bumrah's job, Bumrah's got the day job tomorrow, which is to come back and try and, uh, take wickets, so uh, it is still there for India if they, if they if there's enough play. But oh, I can see a, I can see a rainbow at the moment, yours from the from the commentary box. There's a rainbow over the the south of Nottingham. Well, run run outside it. now and go and find the pot of gold. <laughs> pot of gold, All yeah. Right. Well, it just about sums it up that rainbow at the end of the day's play. Anyway, entertaining but frustrating. <laughs> Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.